This is JC Talks, a leadership podcast, episode 38, with me, your host, JC Hurtado Prater. Today, we're talking about transcending and transforming leadership performance. The leadership mind is radically different from the ordinary mind. The shift from the latter, which is the ordinary mind, to the former, which is the leadership mind, is a conversion or transformation, a breakthrough. The leadership mind, mindset, or intelligence is a radical departure from ordinary, everyday consciousness. The leadership turn, quote unquote, is a paradigm shift. It is a transformation. It is like enlightenment. Other and related expressions for this new leadership awakening are expanding our possibilities, developing the human potential, the exhilaration of discovering one freedom, enthusiasm and positive thinking all add up to one thing, the joy of a leadership mind. The radical transformation or paradigm shift the minds snap into something different, can be horizontal or it could be vertical. Horizontal transformation means that the leadership mind expands by challenging itself to brilliance and creativity. Vertical transformation is deep and high. Here, high means that in transforming the personal side of leadership, we get in touch with the eternal questions. Deep means we touch the unconscious and assiduously dare to go where the pain is. I'm reading from Leadership, the Inner Side of Greatness, a philosophy for leaders by Peter Kostenbaum. He's talking about this breakthrough. How do we get from the ordinary mind? How do we get from that to the leadership mindset? And if you know great leaders, you know great people, you know that their mindset is a little bit different. Sometimes it feels like it's a little bit off from everybody else's. He goes on to write over here, most people, executives included, do not have adequate access to the full range of their possibilities. Authentic leadership is not only to be better, but to be different. It is to work smarter, not harder. We seek transformation, not just improvement. And then he asked the question, so how do we transcend and transform our leadership performance from merely pragmatic to genius level breakthroughs? There are four elements, and today we're going to look at three, only three. Number one is reflection. Number two is ex existential crisis. Number three, genius levels. Let's dive in. The first is reflection. Here's what Peter Kostenbaum has to say. Reflection is the foundational skill, not just to look, but to look at the act of looking itself, not just to think, but to think about thinking itself, not just to learn, but to learn about learning itself. Not just to feel, but to examine the act or passion of feeling itself. We must, be go, we must go beyond what the light illuminates, like the dark wall of a cave. We must look at the light itself and attempt to understand it. Reflection. It's not just sitting down in a diary and saying, so-and-so hurt my feelings today. I had a really good day. I ate this today. I did this. It's going deeper on that. Why am I feeling this way? And it's going even deeper than that and saying, okay, let me look at this process of reflection itself. 
Let me learn about learning. Let me think about thinking. Let me reflect on reflecting. Wow, that's deep. That's when you hit, you know, this process of reflection. And I do it now. Now we can do it in different ways. Some people do it through meditation. Some people do it through talking to a therapist. And and all of these are great ways through walks and all this kind of stuff. All of this is great. I personally do it through journaling. And what this is challenging me to do, and those of you who journal as well, is to reflect on the reflecting. Right? So that's the step outside of it. So in in the process of reflecting, to then step outside of it, and maybe that's two or three or four or five days later, is to step out and then look at the actual reflecting and think about, reflect on that reflecting. And then maybe go even higher than that. Three or four days later, you reflect on the reflecting of the reflection, right? Or the thinking, you think on the thinking of the thinking, whatever it is, that's what reflection is. And then I would say this, and I've talked about this before, reflection is not just to sit around and think and reflect and remember. It's for the purpose of transformation. So how do we go from this? And this is what we're talking about today, the break, you know, the breakthrough. How do we transcend and transform our leadership performance? Number one, we have to reflect, but for the purpose of what it says, transforming and transcending. So here's one thing I've found. I've, I've been journaling since earlier than this, but I started recording it and I actually started keeping it. And I actually have copies all the way back to 2011. I've been kind of journaling and, and looking through. And, and, and so and I've still got some of those. And it is amazing to see. It's 2021 now. So this is 10 years, 10 years of journaling. And what I have found is that I can look back on certain um, times of the year. And, and I could say, why am I feeling anxious today? Why am I feeling, you know, so-and-so? And if I've got all of that and I've got all this reflection and I can go back and reflect on the reflection, then I can go back and say, okay, well, well let's look up what, what was going on last year on this same week and the year before and the year before. And you start to develop these patterns that happen. And because of those patterns, then I know the next year I can be more prepared for this and I can figure out what I need to do to maybe overcome that anxiety or whatever it is that I'm feeling, right? But it starts with reflection. Number two is the existential crisis. Peter Kostenbaum writes this. This crisis involves the willingness to surrender yourself to anxiety and other negative emotions. And some of those emotions are guilt, depression, disorganization, anger, indignity, ignorance, lack of intelligence, tragedy, in the knowledge that once you reach the other side, you will find strength of character, a new level of power, and a new depth of happiness. In other words, the distinction between higher and lower or pragmatic and breakthrough levels of leadership exhibited in each strategy is keyed to anxiety and other negative emotions. Now, this is something that we're going to talk about next week, this idea of anxiety. We're going to go a little bit deeper on it, so I won't spend too much time on it today, but, but I want to read this sentence right here. A modest degree of anxiety and guilt indicates that you are operating on the practical leadership level. So if you're a practical leader, you're going to have a little bit of anxiety, a little bit of guilt. High to intense levels of anxiety and guilt, however, are likely to be produced by operating in a breakthrough leadership capacity. So this is what we're talking about. One of the, the entry points to, to greatness, I believe this, is to have a high 
tolerance for pain, a high capacity for anxiety, the existential crisis, to go deep on it. I'm going to share this with you transparently. I'm in a season of transformation myself. I'm in a, and, and hopefully, you know, this has been very helpful for me because hopefully I'm transforming and transcending to another level. But I'm in a series, a very big, a very big transition. Everything in my life that has defined me before, matter of fact, a few days ago or a couple of weeks ago, I, I had this great journal entry and I was talking about how everything I've done before, it's done. So that means, and, and how that helps me is, is, is understanding I don't have to define myself and, and I don't have to pursue things in the future based on things that have been in the past because the past is no more. And I'm not saying that in some kind of a, you know, motivational way. The past is over. Keep moving forward. Yes, there's some of that. But I, I, I understand at the deepest level, what that means is the past is done. There literally is no past. If you think about it, all you have are memories. What you have is the present. And so, so many of us were making decisions based on what happened 20 years ago, 25 years ago, 30 years ago, three years ago, and none of that exists anymore. There's, there, you know, we don't have to make the same decisions going forward. So my life right now, I'm in a major transition. And the direction I'm going has nothing to do with where I've been before. And that is scary. And that is shocking because there could be failure across the other side of this. But I got to be honest with you. I know I'm in the right shoe. And I hope that I am transcending and transforming. I know so many people who this season I'm in right now is so scary and it's so unsure and it's so uncertain. And a lot of people avoid it because of the pain. I will tell you this, that, and, and I can't say this with honesty right now, but I will tell you this. There will come a day where I will be able to look back on this season I'm in right now, 2021, and say, wow, that was probably one of the greatest years of my life. I'm not there yet, but I believe that that day is coming. I have gone deeper on myself. I felt more pain, more anxiety. And this is probably the first year I, I, I've allowed myself to go there. And the only escape for me has been exercise. And, and here's what I mean by that. A lot of times what we do if we're not careful, and you've done it before, I've done it before, when we feel the existential crisis, what we do is we try to avoid it by going to Netflix. We avoid it by going to um, you know, maybe even books, or there might be healthy things we go to. But, but a lot of times they tend to be unhealthy. We, we jump into bad relationships. We eat unhealthy foods. We take, you know, we go out and party and spend money that we don't have. And we buy clothes that we, you know, really don't need. And, and all of that is to avoid the existential crisis. And what I, I have committed to myself in 2021 is I'm going to go there. I'm going to allow myself. And I have reached some levels, some deep levels. I'll be transparent with you that have been very hard this year, very hard. But I am hoping. And I'll give an update at the end of this year, and, and hopefully I've got some really great updates as we get into the fall. But I'm hoping that I can walk out of this season and say, man, I'm a better man for it. And I encourage you to do the same. But it's hard because it means a lot of instability. It means a lot of uncertainty. And human beings, you and me, we are wired for certainty. So anything that, that makes us step out of that certainty, we are wired to run from. Comfort is what we want. We, you know, we reach a certain status, a middle class status. I've done some studying on kind of the upper class, the upper middle class, the middle class, the uh, lower middle class, and the lower class. And a lot of times, when when people reach the middle class, they stop trying. Why? Because they have this life that's pretty cool. 
They get to take their 2.5, you know, 2.5 vacations a year. They got a little money in savings. They've got, you know, they don't have a whole bunch of debt. You know, their kids are going to decent schools, good schools. They, they live in decent neighborhoods. And that's pretty cool. And the thought of jumping out from that in any kind of a way could jeopardize all of it. And so what do we do? We stay right there in the middle. There's another form in here. You know, we're talking about this idea of greatness in this book. And, and I, I forget where this is, but there's this great page. And I, I'm, I'm trying to find it right here. Oh, it says this here on page 27. Watch this. Greatness is the struggle against mediocrity. Now, I'm not saying to live a middle class life is to be, is to be uh, mediocre. I'm not saying that at all. There are amazing people who live and they're okay with it. Okay. This podcast and this episode are for the people that are really striving for greatness, who are saying, man, I'm, I'm up, I'm halfway up the mountain and boy, it feels good here. And I could stay here and I could have an amazing life, but man, there's something more for me a little further up the mountain. But to climb up that mountain means I've got to push through fears and guilt and anxiety and disorganization and all these other aspects that I don't want to have to. So I'll stay here. But this says your greatness is the struggle against mediocrity. Mediocrity is not a bad thing. There are a lot of good things in life that are mediocre, but greatness is not one of them. And so that's what it's trying to say. So one of the tickets to get into greatness is the existential crisis. You've got to be willing to go there. Number three, he says this third R. Let me read one more thing. I'm going to read one more thing on this idea of anxiety. Uh, Peter Kostenbaum says this. It is the mark of a leader to manage the anxiety and guilt of making business decisions while retaining the willingness to experience the maximum uh, anxiety and guilt of a unique life transforming personal choice. You know, in leadership, especially in organizations, if you're not careful, you can make a decision and it could tank the team, could tank the product, tank the service and tank you and you're out. And so there's a lot of anxiety and guilt because you're leading. You've got you've got a lot of pressure, especially if you've got shareholders out there trying to make money and you're leading through that. But it's the mark of the leader to be able to, to manage all of that and keep keep pressing forward. Number three, genius levels. That is the vertical and horizontal expansions of the mind. The mind goes up. The mind goes out. Vertical expansion means in height to reach the eternal questions, to go on up, to ask the big questions. And you may not get the answers you want. You may not get any answers, but to ask the big questions. In depth, it means to go to the unconscious and go where the pain is. Horizontal expansion means to aim for transformational brilliance and perfection in creativity, this idea of personal mastery. I love where it talks about that. Depth, to go to the unconscious and to go to where the pain is. This is what holds most people from achieving levels of greatness from getting the helping they need to, you know, from getting the coaching they need, from getting the uh, therapy, counseling, whatever it is that they need. Why? Because it hurts to go deep. It really does. But again, these are the entry paths. These are the tickets to get into the great life. And by great, I don't mean homes, cars, house. I mean, it could mean all of that for you. But I mean to reach a level of greatness where you are doing exactly what you were born to do. And here's what I know most people, and, and I need some data to back this up, but I'm pretty sure most people are not truly living great lives. 
because it's just too hard. Mediocre is, it's good. And, and, and I'll be honest with you, what's mediocre today used to be great, right? I mean, if you think about it, I'm on an educational journey. I'm just getting ready to finish a doctorate. Back in the day, it was hard to think about finishing up my first year of community college. And then I did that. And, you know, then that seemed easy. And then it was like, oh, my goodness, now I got to go to a four-year college and finish that. And that seemed impossible. And then I did that. And, okay, and now I got to do a master's degree. And that seemed I'm not going to do. And, and, then I, and now I'm in a doctoral program. And I'm all the way up to my dissertation. And, and all of it seemed impossible. Now here I am. And, and now at this level, I look back at, at what was greatness at one time was finishing two years of community college. I felt so good about that. And I should. But now I look back on that and it doesn't have that same power of greatness. So here's what I'm saying. You, you reach a certain point that used to be greatness to you. Settling in is what makes it mediocre. You, you've, as a business leader, you've developed a product or a service and it has done amazing for you, you years ago. And it brought in great profit and helped communities. It helped you. It helped your people. It helped companies. It helped, you know, whatever it was. And then you didn't want to change. You didn't want to evolve. And so it became mediocre or it's, you know, extinct. I think about Kodak or some of the bigger brands, Blockbuster, right? You know, so many stories about that, that, that at one point they were greatness. Nobody could reach them. And now they're not even mediocre. They're extinct. That's the danger. The lack of evolution. Greatness is the struggle against mediocrity. So if you're listening to this today, you're trying to pursue greatness. You're trying to, as we said earlier in this, transcend and transform your leadership performance to reach a new standard. So it means you got to go through the pain. You got to go through the hard times. I'll see you on the next episode of JC Talks.